Hello, hello, hello. Hey, what's going on, everybody? All right, it's good to be back with you guys. Man, every single time I try to get back on with you guys, it's always something, you know. Uh, God, but it's good to be back on the air with you guys uh, for whatever reason. Podcast, my podcast app, uh, Anchor, had uh, uh, it wasn't compatible with my other phone. And, uh, it's just, uh, uh, but I'm back now. And I am ready and ready and ready and ready and ready and ready to go and give you guys more edifying content. Hey, look, guys, my name is Reverend Lyle Lewis, a.k.a. Sean Lou. Uh, if you guys want to get in contact with me, please, by all means, email me at lrashawnlewis at yahoo.com, at com, <laughs> yahoo.com, lrashawnlewis at gmail.com, sticks127 at hotmail.com. You can always get me on Facebook. You can get me on Instagram. On Facebook, I am Lyle Lucky Lewis. On Instagram, I'm just Lyle Lewis. Uh, yeah, hey, uh, I've been busy. I know I keep telling you guys I'm going to do more. I'm doing more. Hey, uh, finally working on the website. I almost got it up. I think I got it up. I think it's, I think it's up. Uh, yeah, I think it's up. But uh, what is it? Um, what is it? I think it's uh, Lucens, uh at WordPress.com, something like that. But I got nothing on it because I just, oh, man, I'm trying to figure stuff out, get stuff done, and, you know, but... But nonetheless, I'm moving forward. I got a website up. I'm on Instagram. Excuse me. Um, let's see. I'm on Instagram. Of course, you already knew I was on Facebook. Um, yeah, man. I'm. 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 Um, um, oh, for those of you who have been waiting, I know some of you are from my other podcast. I know you're like, what the hell, dude? Like, we're waiting for this comics novel podcast, dude. We have been listening to the same chapter. For the last two years, well, I assure you, I have finally gotten that up and running. I have finally gotten more chapters to that book. Yeah, so um, there's a lot of stuff that's been happening. I've written, uh, I've got one book uh, out. It's not the um, the Lost Kingdom book. Uh, it's not that one. The one that I got on the podcast, on the uh, comics novel podcast. Um, but hey, if you want to hear, if you guys want to hear my new, uh, fantasy fiction book, I've got it complete. Um, uh, if you guys want to hear that, uh, don't get me wrong, I'm still going to do the Lost Kingdom one. That's, 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 I love that one. I've been working on that project for forever. Um, uh, so I'm very proud of that project, even though I haven't put it on podcast, but, you know, I have been working on it and I still have more to work on. So, but hey, you know, that there's another chapter that coming. If you guys want to hear a uh, chapter from... If you guys want to hear the new uh, 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 novel that I've written, the new fantasy fiction novel that I've written, by all means, you know, uh, just send me a message on mess on Facebook Messenger, or just send me a message in Facebook and just say, "Hey, I want to hear it." Just that's all you gotta say. Just say, "Hey, Lucky, I want to hear it." That's all you gotta say. You know, uh, by all means, I have uh, man. You know, uh, it's one thing that, you know, when, when, when you've been away and nothing's gotten done, but since I've been away, which has roughly been basically just a few days, ain't for much information. No, it's been a month. It's been a little bit over a month. Been getting stuff together. Had to get a new phone, like I said, that was compatible with the Anchor app and everything like that. Um, but since I've been away, uh, 
let's see, I have actually uh, become an official speaker. I am out there trying to, I'm out there now. Uh, I am uh, promoting myself as a coach now. Yes. So I am also uh, on the verge of selling a um, uh, health and wellness book. Um, I'm selling that right now. So, um, if anybody's interested, just email me. I could give you the table of contents. And if you would like a copy, just email me and send a copy to get something set up. Um, but yeah, I've been getting a bunch of stuff done. So, you know, I'm never sitting around idle. I'm always pushing forward, always doing more stuff, always going, 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 you know, but hey, um, back to the subject at hand, like I said, you guys know who I am, Lyle Lucky Lewis, aka Reverend Lewis, aka Sean Lou, and I know you're like, why the hell do you have all these different names, um, you know, Sean Lou is my, uh, stage name, so I am also a, an actor, so, yeah, uh, yeah, I got a lot going on, right? It's like, you know, it's kind of crazy. What the hell is, what, what is this guy doing? Yeah, there's a lot of stuff. I'm a martial artist, I'm an actor, uh, I'm an entrepreneur, I'm a podcast host, I am a reverend, uh, I'm a motivational speaker, uh, I'm a comic book uh, artist, I am a graphic designer. I'm a, yeah, so the list goes on and on. You know, yes, I can handle it all. Yes, I am handling it all. So, uh, you know, it sometimes gets frustrating, but I can do it all. Don't worry, it's it's all coming along. But um, yeah. So uh, but that's the reason why I got so many names. Lyle Lucky Lewis is uh my name. Sean Lewis, my acting name. Reverend Lewis, of course, is still my real name. You know, in the church community. So, but um, as you all know, I am with the Word Evangelistic Church, where my pastor is Prophet Willie C. Townsend. My co-pastor is Prophet Denise Townsend. We are located in Chicago, Illinois. That's the east side of Chicago. East side Chicago. Uh, not East Chicago, East side Chicago. You say East, if you ever come here to uh, Illinois, you say, I'll take me to East Chicago, then I'm gonna take you somewhere in Indiana. So say East side Chicago. East side Chicago. We're located over there in that little part of town. Uh, by all means, check us out on YouTube. Uh, we have our own website, wordevangelisticchurch.com. Uh, you know, Google us, you know, uh, we're on Facebook, Word Evangelistic Church. So, hey, you know, if you guys want to hear some good content, I mean, if you guys like what I tell you, by all means, by all means, please listen to my pastor. That man, he can preach some good stuff, you know. We do a live, uh, we do a live, uh, uh, uh not webinar, um, streamline, we do a live streamline every Wednesday night, every Friday night, um, eight, roughly around eight, eight, no, let's see, yeah, roughly around between eight and eight thirty is around the time when he usually starts, you know, if we're not on at eight, probably be on about nine, you know, sometimes things get a little bit delayed, um, but yeah, we're on, we come on live, that's, uh, eight, between eight and nine o'clock, central time so you know if you're wherever you're at you know adjusted to whatever time zone you're in and by all means man tune in but even if you do miss us live we have all of everything recorded so by all means tune into the recorded stuff because it's powerful powerful content stuff that if you want to get ahead of get ahead in life if you want to get god's attention 
if you want to heal your marriage, if you want to find out why your kids act the way they act, if you want to help them to become more mature, if you're looking to do it the spiritual way, if you're looking to, to learn how to entreat God about things and so forth and so forth, by all means, listen to my pastor. If you can't, for well, whatever reason, listen to him, you can listen to me. Well, you know, don't get me wrong. I am a very powerful speaker and a very powerful minister. But he's the man that taught me, and there is no teacher, I mean, there's no student that exceeds his teacher, you know. Um, you know, Paul, and Paul was a great speaker and a great teacher, but he wasn't greater than Peter. Peter was a great teacher and a great speaker, but he wasn't greater than Jesus. So, you know, it's just a trickle-down effect, you know. Uh, he's the one that taught me. Um, I am, uh, as far as being a minister, I am what I am today uh, because of him because uh, I followed his example as best as I could, uh, according to my lifestyle, and here I am today, um, steadily working, moving forward, and doing all this stuff by faith, doing it all by faith, so enough with the introductions, let's go ahead, wow, nine minutes of introduction, wow, uh, <laughs> yeah, this is what happens when, when, when stuff goes haywire, you've been away for a while, you know, you gotta catch everybody up on goofy stuff, but, uh, Hey, let's dive right in, everybody. Listen, today's lesson is going to be on marriage. That's right, marriage. Well, why? The question is why. Why would you want to talk about marriage? Because in the church community, all right, in the church community, we have a problem with marriage. Understand this. Shacking, and when I say shacking, a lot of people are like, what's well, shacking? Shacking is when uh, that's a, that's a, uh, that's what uh, that's a ghetto term. Uh, basically, it means uh, two people living together and they're not married. I don't care if they are engaged. If you're not married, you should not be living together. Let me get that straight. All right. Marriage is the way it's supposed to go. If there is no marriage, there is no living together. If there is no marriage, there is no sex. Okay. Now, I can understand, you know, if you weren't saved and you did things, but, you know, when you got saved, do it the right way. Separate, you know, if you guys are not married, separate, you know, um, and if the man truly loves you, the woman truly loves you, y'all get married, y'all come together back as a family, right? Um, but, you know, I see a lot of this happening in the church community. You have it where a lot of people are, you know, they're just living together. They're not... And I'm going to cover this on, I'm going to cover that topic on several different levels of just living together. The first way I'm going to cover it is by, as I said, shacking or just living together. You're not married. Okay. But you're just living together. Right. And you figure what's the harm, right? I'm going to marry this person. Well, let me ask you a question. That's so many people out there who are always like, yeah, I'm engaged. This is my fiance. And then you look at how long it took them to get married to him, four or five, six years. Hold it. If this is the person, this is the reason why it is important that when you get married, because see, marriage was one of the first foundations of man, uh, the, one of the first foundations from God towards man, one of the first foundations of God towards man from the beginning of time when God created Eve. And he said, you know, it's not right that Adam is alone. Let me create him a help make for him. You know what I'm saying? Let me create him a help me. Somebody who is there for him. Somebody who can talk to him. Somebody who he can talk to. Somebody who can be of help to him. Who watches out for him, you know? Somebody who's there to serve him and who he can serve, you know? It's a two-way street, okay? But you got it where, first and foremost, you have to get 
married, all right? It's good that you're engaged. It's good that you're dating, all right? It's good that, you know, you bring your quote-unquote friend. I don't like that term. If your boyfriend and girlfriend and your boyfriend and girlfriend, that's, that's just me. But I get it, you know, folks in the church, you know, they get a bit offended by the words boyfriend and girlfriend. So, they, you know, they use the word friend, you know, like... <laughs> I find it kind of goofy, but whatever. Um, but, uh, you know, if you bring this person into your life and you're saying that you want to be with this person, you know, God did not orchestrate it for man to sleep around. Okay? God didn't orchestrate it for man to go forth and be with one girl, dump her, be with another girl, dump her, be with another girl. Okay? Man, God orchestrated it for man and a woman to come together. And to be together, to live together, to 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 get married, uh, and, and 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 stay with each other until death do part. That's the reason why in the marriage vows it says for richer or for poor, for sickness and health, uh, 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 for better for worse, till death do you part. You know, you got all these different conditions because you got to understand, you know. And I understand that I said that I want to start with living together, but you know, I'm going to work up to that. You got to understand. Uh, in a marriage, you have to build your relationship, correct? Okay? So you have to build your relationship, but in the process of building your relationship, you have to build your relationship on faith that this is the one who God would have you to be with. This is the reason why the Bible tells you to get married in the Lord. Okay? But a lot of people want to, they don't, they don't use that scripture. They don't want to use that scripture. Oh, well, you know, it's better to get married in the Lord. They'd much rather use scriptures that say, well, the Bible says it's better to marry than to burn. Understand this. If you were doing things right in the eyesight of God, if you were going about dating an individual in the correct way of God, uh, one, on one note, you know, you wouldn't have to marry just to keep from burning. You wouldn't have to marry just to keep from sinning against God. See, that's what a problem is. A lot of people, they wind up running off into a marriage just to keep from sinning against God. You know, they wind up running off into a marriage because they were him and the, the, the man and the woman were out there fooling around, got pregnant, and they try to cover things up. Let's get married. Let's hurry up and get married. We've got to hurry up and get this married so that then this way, everybody would think that, you know, we had a baby in wedlock. Do things right. Okay? Stop having sex out of marriage. Because normally what that does, anytime that a marriage, you know what I'm saying, anytime that a man and woman wind up having sex before they get married, it complicates things. You want to know why? Because a woman or a man winds up developing feelings in that relationship and they wind up, you know, they, they, they wind up establishing a bond. The Bible even states that, you know, that, you know, when you lay down with an individual, you know, you two become one flesh, you know. This bond happens and, you know, it, it, it hurts an individual when a bond happens from one person to the other person and the feeling isn't mutual. You get what I'm saying? But that's what normally winds up happening a lot of times. Not all the time, but a lot of times. Because what happens is, see, once the lust is gone, and that's what a lot of people don't understand. A lot of people are just in lust when they're just living together. Y'all are just going straight off of the lust because a lot of times what happens is, and I've seen this happen a lot of times, people will be living together for years and years and years. They get married and then their marriage is miserable. They are miserable in the marriage. And then within a year or two or five years, they, they got a divorce. And you're like, what happened? You lived together for 16 years. You were married for five and now you get a divorce after five years of marriage. What happened? I'll tell you what happened. 
during that whole 16 years of marriage, I mean, 16 years of living together, they were just in lust. They were operating off of lust. You know, was there love in the marriage? I mean, not in the marriage, in the in the living together. Yeah, I'm sure there was there was some love in the living together. I'm sure there was, but the but the but the but the dominant the dominant force there was lust. All right, and here's what happens. You got to understand, Satan is against the entity of marriage. Okay, you get married, a lot of things are gonna kind of go wrong. Finances may go wrong. You know, y'all were planning to have a baby. You know, you got married uh this year you were planning to have a baby within the next two years but you're having a baby in the next seven months you know what i'm saying things happen and it kind of throws things off and what satan does is he finds any little thing that he can and a lot of people are like oh well you know we should live together because then we know what we're getting off into no again there's the reason why you should marry in the lord you should marry an individual that god has set in your midst that God has given unto you. Because see, and that's what the problem is. See, what the problem is, is in the process of folks going after that individual, people don't want to be patient. They'd much rather let their lust lead them than let the Lord lead them. Like I said, this is the reason why a lot of people wind up living together for 15, 16, 20, and 40 years. I knew I knew uh, somebody, they said they were dating, they, they were dating this individual, living with this individual, had kids with this individual for 40 years. 40 years and then they got married to this person like what what what's the point you're only you're 60 years old now and now you're getting married don't get me wrong that's all well and good that's beautiful but at the same time what have you been doing for 20 years just living with this individual why so you gotta understand first and foremost let me talk to the ladies ladies a man should marry you. A man should have enough respect for you, should have enough respect for your body, should have enough respect for your well-being, should have enough respect for your future, should have enough respect for your family to say, I want to marry you. You know, I want to make you mine. I want to take you with me. I want to take care of you. I want to do it the right way. I don't want to just live with you. I want to make you my wife. And what is he, what, what that is telling you What that is telling you from him to you is that he truly does love you. The first thing that a lot of people say is, you don't have to marry me to show me that you love me. Yes, you do. Because you got to understand, when an individual marries an individual, that's a locked-in agreement. So basically, when an individual is just living with you, what what he's telling you, while he's just while y'all are sitting just living together and you're just giving up your body freely to this man what he's telling you is hey i can be with you but i can still kind of explore my options now a lot of you look at it like but here's the thing there's men who are married that cheat you're absolutely right there are men that's married that cheat but here's the thing it's one thing for you to be married and cheat it's a whole nother thing for an individual to be using you Cause that's all an individual is doing, fellas. The same thing with you. You got to with some females would just be like, "No, I don't want to get married. Let's just live together." No, 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 no. Think with the think think. I'll put it to you like this: Think with the head that has two eyes. All right. If you get what I'm saying, think with the head that has two eyes: a nose, a mouth, and two ears. Okay, think with that head. Don't think with the other head if you get what I'm saying. All right, 
Think with the proper head, the head that God put the brain in. Okay? Think with the head that if that head got cut off, all life ceases to the body. Think with that head. Because many times, men want to think with the wrong head. Okay? And in the process of that, men will allow the female to say, oh, this and oh, that. And they'll get convinced of certain things. And the next thing you know, you're doing things wrong. Look, in a marriage, a lot of times you hear people always, they always joke about it. Like, oh, well, you know, in a marriage, you know, you ought to, you know, you have to make a choice. Either you're going to be right or you're going to be happy. I'm telling you right now, men, as the head of your household, as the leader of your household, always choose to be right. And the first thing I'm like, well, why would I want to choose to be right? That's going to bring hell in my home. Because if you choose to be right, then stuff goes right. You choose to make people happy and stuff goes wrong. Everybody looks at you. They blame you. They look at you when things go wrong. They look at you when things fail. They look at you and they're like, why did you allow this to happen? First thing you say was, I just wanted everybody to be happy. Let me ask you a question. Uh, for those of you who have kids now and for those of you who want to have kids, for those of you who have nieces and nephews, for those of you who have any kind of kids who are around you, I want you to look at, just picture one child in your mind. Matter of fact, picture a problem child. That we, we all know one child that is just outrageously just, just uptight. And I mean, you're just like, you just want that one kid that everybody just wish, I wish somebody would whoop this kid. I wish somebody would really give this kid a proper whooping to, you know, old fashioned, uh, 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 mother and father belt and extension cord and switch from the backyard whooping, okay? We all know that one kid. Now, let me ask you that question. Let me ask you this question. This kid turned out the way that they did because why? Did they turn out the way that they turned out because somebody was wanted, was always trying to tell them to do what's right? Or did this kid turn out the way they were because somebody was always trying to make him happy? Nine times out of ten, that child turned out the way they are because somebody was always trying to make them happy. They cried, so everybody went running to give them what they wanted. They said they wanted this, people got it for them. And when they didn't get it, they pitched a fit and everybody bought it for them. They said they wanted ice cream. They said, no, you can't have any ice cream. He threw a fit, she threw a fit. They started throwing stuff. They, they held their breath until they passed out. They oh, don't do it. Okay, here you go. You give them what they want to make them happy right then they grow up and they get to a point where they're so obnoxious they're so uptight they're just so nobody wants to deal with them nobody wants to be around them everybody hates to see them coming why because you all or whoever it is that it is wanted to have that kid be happy it's the same thing with wives you go into a marriage just trying to make your wife happy only thing that's going to happen is while she's forever trying to be happy the happiness is never going to end, okay? You're going to forever just be trying to please her, please her, please her, please her, please her. Stuff's going to need to be getting done. Every single time you turn to her, there's a lot of good portion she's not going to want to help. Or there's always going to be a problem. Or it's always going to be that you, it's, it's going to be something, trust me, it's going to be some kind of backlash on you, okay? Like I said, she could be the perfect kind of wife who helps and this and that and this. But like I said, when things go wrong, and they will if you choose to be happy over being right. Trust me, they will. You want to know why? Because things are going to go wrong when you choose to be right over being happy. So if things are still going to go wrong that way, imagine how much stuff is going to go wrong when you are only just trying to be happy. Choose to be right. Because everything's going to hit the fan. Oh, it will. Trust me, it will.
You're starting off in a new marriage, it's going to hit the fan. First thing you're going to look at, like, why would her husband, why would such and such's husband allow this? Why would such and such's husband, folks going to be talking to your wife. Well, why this? And why, why would you let your husband do this? Why would you let your husband do that? And you're just going to be sitting back looking like, why, why is everybody talking about me? Why? Because you chose the wrong way. But I wanted us just to be happy. Yeah, and look at where it got you. Well, yes, it may end in an argument. It may it may not result in a lot of arguments. You know, you may just have it be where, you know, she just goes on about her business and y'all don't argue. But like I said, at the end of the day, trust me, there's going to be some kind of repercussions. Don't go for being happy. That's the easy way. See, what the problem is, is too many people want to do things the easy way. That's why they go and instead of getting married, they go shack up. Because it's easy. Why is it easy? Because at any given point in time that I want to end this relationship, I can go. I don't have to get a divorce. I don't have to sign papers. I don't have to worry about kids. Nope, I can just pack myself and leave. I don't owe this chick nothing. I don't owe this guy nothing. I don't owe anybody. I'm out. I'm gone. I can leave, move across the country, move to another country, move across town, move next door, and it is what it is. Because people don't want to settle down the hard way be committed be committed woman man don't just settle for oh i'm not going to cheat on you no settle for not only am i not going to cheat on you but i'm going to in the in the office of me being a husband or in the office of me being a wife i'm going to devote myself to you according to my office in this area i'm going whatever a wife is supposed to do that is what i'm going to do or whatever a husband is supposed to do that is what i'm going to do until the day i die no matter what happens no matter how bad things get no matter how hard things get that's where i'm headed that's what i'm gonna do that's where i'm gonna go see when y'all are just living together he doesn't have to do that she doesn't have to do that you come home and the house is dirty. Well, y'all ain't married. She, she technically doesn't have to listen to you. But this is my house. This is my apartment. I pay all the bills. Well, congratulations. You have a free tenant staying in your place. Well, he should be faithful to me anyways. He should this and he should that. Well, congratulations. The only thing you did was you let some guy knock you up. And now he gets to do whatever he wants to do while you sit around with the kids. See, you also want to get married. Because in the eyesight of God, it may, it's, it's, it's the best way to go. Because you got to understand, those of you who are just shacking, but you're constantly claiming salvation, those of you that are shacking, but you're constantly saying that I'm saved and I'm in the church and this and that and this, you, what you're doing is you're sending yourself to hell. Because you got to understand, anybody outside of marriage that's having sex, I don't care if you are faithful and committed to this one individual. If you're having sex outside of marriage, Bible says the marriage bed is undefiled. It didn't say the 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 living together people's marriage bed is undefiled. It didn't say the the shared tenant bed is undefiled. No, it said the marriage bed. 
You want to make sure you're doing things right in the eyesight of God. You care about this person. You love this person. Make sure that their soul is good in the eyesight of God. Take care of them all the way. Don't just live with them just because, oh, it's easier. No, live with them because you love them. Marry them. Be with them. With all of your heart, soul, mind, and strength after whatever you give unto God. Because you got to understand, you shack up and you constantly claiming salvation, you're hurting yourself and you're hurting the individual you're shacking with. Because in the eyesight of God, you both look like a couple of whores. That's hate. Go by the Bible. You look in any place in the Bible where they talk about whoredom. And I guarantee you, a woman is considered a whore if she does anything outside of outside of her marriage. The Bible talks about how the children of Israel are, are married unto God. And talk about how they go and, and they go commit whoredoms against God by serving other gods and mingling with other nations. Which is what the Lord told them not to do. Get yourself married. Let's go into the, the, the other topic of you're just living together. This goes to the people who are married and you're just living together. You're just roommates. You might as well just be shacking because there's no sex. There's no communication. There's, you know, you two say that you love each other, but uh, I mean, you know, you're always arguing, you're always bitter, you're always annoyed with each other. You know, your your husband asks you to make him a sandwich, you cop an attitude, but you could go make it yourself. Your wife asks you, babe, could you go and, you know, mow the lawn or, you know, could you take out the trash? What's wrong with your arms and legs? You know, that's not a marriage, man. That's not a marriage. A marriage is supposed to consist of love, of unity. It's supposed to consist of the husband plays his part in the home, the wife plays her part in the home. What does this mean? Meaning wife. Now, according to the Bible, okay, now you can sit up here and say, I'm being chauvinist all you want. Read your Bible. Obviously, you get a lot of women who they don't like the concept of having somebody tell them, it's your job to cook, clean, take care of your husband, tend to the children. They don't like hearing that. All women today want to be the quote-unquote independent woman. Oh, no, I'm, huh, I don't need a man. Yeah, well, this is the reason why we have so many lesbians out there now. Because you have so many females who think that a man is being chauvinistic when he expects a woman to play her part. This is the reason why we have so many weak men out there and so many homosexual men out there. Because a man, for whatever reason, wants to shuck and jive his responsibilities. What do you mean shuck and jive? Avoid. Man wants to avoid his responsibility in being a husband, but he'll be your lifelong boyfriend. Woman wants to avoid the responsibilities of being a wife, but she'll be your 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 lifelong sex partner. So you gotta understand, man, woman, y'all need to come together. And y'all need to operate as a husband and a wife, not as a brother and a sister, not as two people just living in the same house or the same apartment. No, husband and wife. And here's the reason why. A lot of the reason why in most marriages, not all, but in most marriages, a lot of the reason why you two have not are are, are not on the same accord. The number one, the number one reason is communication. The number one reason is communication. 
you two are just just whatever stop talking to each other you stop telling each other what's going on in your lives you just kind of just drifted apart why did you drift apart because somebody stopped talking for whatever reason and when one person stopped talking the other person didn't try to hurry up and pick up the phone or pick up the conversation or pick the ball up and say hey no we gotta keep things rolling no i i we gotta talk what's going on with you how's your day what have you been up to what's going on in your life no you two just kind of just let each other just kind of drift apart that's how they say that you ever heard a lot of people they tell they say the term two ships passing in the night just just you know just drifting and floating on water you're both in the same vicinity of each other but you just you know there's no connection you're just forever just drifting past each other no at some point in time y'all should dock together at some point in time y'all should pull up side by side at some point in time nose to nose should touch rear to rear should touch something if you, get, if you understand what i'm saying you know you have it where uh, 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 the husband and the wife, they wake up and the most they say to each other is good morning and good night. That's it. Other than that, hey, can you pick up some milk? We're, we're, we're out of milk and we're out of, uh, you know, uh, we're out of milk and cookies and, and, and chips. Pick some up from the store. Hey, we're out of ice cream. That, that's it. You'll call or oh, you go to the grocery store. Hey, get me some such and such. That's about it. I'm making some chicken. You want some? You know, that, that that's about it. That's as much as the communication is in a lot of marriages. Why? Because you two allow yourself to drift apart. Well, Rev, how do I allow, how do, how do I bring me and my husband back together? Rev, how do I bring me and my wife back together? Reopen those lines of communication. If it's nothing more than just saying something more than good morning. Good morning. How are you? Start with that. It ain't nothing. You ain't got to take dramatically huge steps. You ain't got to go and just sit down and just and just full on have a full fledged conversation. You know, when all due respect, you got to understand when you get two people get used to not talking to each other and you two live together and then you two have just grown apart and not talking to each other. If you try to hold a conversation with your spouse, you know what I'm saying? The only thing you're going to do is just annoy them. You're just good because they're going to think something's up. They're going to think something's wrong. Are you dying? Are you sick? What's wrong? Why now are you just coming, trying to come? And then nine times out of ten is going to start an argument. Oh, now you want to talk to me? After uh, this and that, that and this, blah, blah, blah. You might really actually find out why one of you or the other has drifted apart. But that's not the goal to start an argument. You get what I'm saying? Ease into it. Ease into it. Just say, hey, good morning. How are you? You know, tell me you love them. It doesn't have to. You don't have to have a reason to tell your spouse that you love him, woman. You don't have to have a reason to tell your husband you love him. Tell him you love him. You know what I'm saying? You see him sitting around in his underwear, watching TV and eating a bowl of cereal. Tell him you love him right there. Hey, baby, I love you right there. Bam, done. Man, every day you, husband, every day you walk out of the house, you have the opportunity to tell your wife, "I love you." And those words will 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 float through her mind all day. It'll soak into her mind all day. Start with that. You get home. How was your day? A lot of times, everybody's like, "Oh, that's corny." 
that's cheesy. That doesn't work. And no, it doesn't work when you're not, when you don't want have people who are trying. When you got people who are really trying, trying. Meaning you've let go all of inhibitions. You've let go of, of how you feel in your ways. She's let go of how she feels in her ways. Y'all let go of your attitudes, your emotions, and all the other goofy BS that's causing y'all to drift apart. You've let go of all of that and you've come together and said, okay, how are you? How was your day? What's going on with you? These conversations, these small, little, tiny conversations that a lot of people overlook can really, really help to grow a relationship that has been harmed by lack of communication. You have to develop a confidence in communicating with each other. Y'all, you two lost confidence in communicating with each other. Why? Maybe it's because arguments always start with every time you guys talk. You get it where, you know, I know some people, the husband will, you know, he'll come in and just say, uh, 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 hey, hey, that's an argument. What do you mean, hey? What? What's wrong? What? What's going on? I just want just to say hello. What's, what do you mean, what's up? That's the way you said it. What do you mean it's the way I said it? I, I just said, hey, what, what do you mean? You, you can, you could have said it better. Like, yeah. yeah. Y'all aren't used to communicating with each other. Y'all done fell out of communication. You know, you, you done fell out of communication love with each other, right? Small steps. Speak pleasantly to your spouse. Speak softly to your spouse. It ain't necessarily got to be bedroom, bedroom voice softly, but just like, Friendly, lovingly, patiently, you know. Don't come in like, you know, you got to force yourself to, good morning, you know. Don't, 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 no, you know. Hey, how are you? You know, when y'all hit, when y'all meet at the coffee pot in the morning, hey, how's it going? And she may look at you or he may look at you like, they're talking to me now. Hey, how's it going? Smile at them. You know, how was your sleep? Um, fine, I guess. Good, 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 good. Hey, look, I'll talk to you later on. Hey, look, look, uh, you know, when, uh, when we get home, uh, you know, I got some, I got something I wanted to tell you. Something small, you know, what I was going to do is going to put something on their mind and make them want to talk to you. They're going to come in. What, what is it you wanted to tell me? I just wanted to tell you I love you. That's all. Just wanted to say, you know, I, I really do love you. I thank God for you. You know, I appreciate you. You know, thank you for cooking the food. Just wanted to say, hey, how was your day? How are you doing? Tell me what's going on in your life. You know, yeah. do something to open up to this. I'm not saying that instantly overnight or within a few hours or within a few days, everything. It may take time. Because when damage is done, nobody knows the extent of the damage. See, we can look at a house. We can look at a car. We can look at, you know what I'm saying, natural objects and on the outside. See, uh, uh, by trade, I'm a mechanic. You get it where somebody damages a vehicle, they damage a truck, they damage a bus, they damage whatever, they damage it. On the outside, we see it needs body damage. It needs the frame rebuilt or it needs the frame replaced. It needs new brakes. It needs this because all this stuff is broken, right? What we don't see is how uh, several of the wires on the inside of the car were pinched. So now, even though we got the car, we got the outside of the car looking good, the, the the headlights, you know, all the lights on the right side of the vehicle don't work. You know, all the lights on the outside work, but for whatever reason, the radio and the, the radio and the heater, they don't work at all. You know what I'm saying? The turn signals don't work. 
You get what I'm saying? We don't, you know, you don't know the extent of the damage. This is the reason why I just say you take, you take baby steps into communicating, you know, building communication again, okay? Um, the number two reason, the number two reason why a lot of marriages are, God, people are just, they're not living in a marriage, they're just basically living together, um, and they're married, is lack of sex. There's lots of sexual tension. And the sexual tension has gotten so great that you two have just drifted apart. You're too busy. She's too busy. You know, you've got problems. She's got problems. You know, you can't perform. She can't perform. You're always dealing with the kids. You're always dealing with the business. You're always worried about your job. You're always running the streets. You're always underneath your mother. You're always hanging out with your parents. You're always, you know, it's always something. And then after a while, you either get it where the married couple isn't having sex at all, or the sex is bad. First and foremost, if the sex is bad, open your mouth and say something. Okay? Will your wife or your husband be embarrassed? Yeah, a little. But, um, y'all are married. I'm pretty sure there's a lot of embarrassing things that y'all have seen, done, and said to each other, alright? This ain't the first embarrassing time, this ain't the first time y'all are embarrassed about something, okay? Here it is, it, you're, you're, you're embarrassed that, that, you know, your husband tells you, hey, look, you know, sex isn't all that great. You're embarrassed, but you're not, but, but here it is, and then, you know, and then a lot of times, the stuff that we should be embarrassed about, we're not. Sex is bad with you, well, why? And you're looking like... How could sex be embarrassed? But, you know, you're embarrassed that your husband came and said, you know, the sex isn't good being between us, but you're not embarrassed. You're not embarrassed that you let your weight go. And the reason and, and, and the reason why the sex is bad is because you let your weight go. You're overweight. You can't you can't perform like you used to. Or same with the husband. The wife says, you know, you, you're not satisfying me, you know, anymore. You know, the sex isn't satisfying anymore. Same with men. A lot of times it's just because you're overweight. You got out of shape. Go hit the gym. A lot of you look like, whoa, whoa. Why would you say that? That's hurtful. Because there's a lot of times people are always like, I've got a problem and I don't know why. And nobody is willing to tell you the truth. Stop looking at your wife. Stop looking at your husband. Look at yourself. What can I do to make my marriage better? What can I do as the husband to uh, get me and my wife back on one accord? What can I do to open up the the the, the lines of communication? What can I do to open up the uh, the the the, the heated passageways that of, of, of passion and lust between me and my wife. What can I do as a wife to open up the lines of communication? What can I do to, 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 to communicate to my husband that I still desire him? You can do these things. It will take time. Stop running the street so much. Stop hanging out with your parents so much. Stop going over all your friends' house all so, all so, all so much. Don't worry about the business day and night. I get it. 
You want to get the business up and running. I get it. You want the business to be successful. I get it. You want things, you know, you got to set up money. I get it. The bills need to be paid. I get it. But at some point in time, you need to learn to shut the outside world off. Shut things off. And it's just you and your husband. You deal with him. He deals with you. She deals with you. You deal with her. That's the way it's supposed to be. At some point in time, it's supposed to be y'all should come together. If it's hard to make it that, then you need to... If you two go and tackle your problems together, that's the third thing. For whatever reason, there's a there's a there's a there's an imbalance of how things are supposed to go, and it's just like, oh well, he's the husband; he should take care of the bills. Or you look at it like I'm the man, you know, everything's on me. Let me no look. Sometimes you're gonna need help, wife. Sometimes your husband needs help, husband. Sometimes your wife needs help. Your wife's running around, she's cooking, she's cleaning, she's trying to take care of you, she's trying to take care of the kids, she's got her own job, you know, you got wives, they're just, they're running and ripping and running, they're tired. And then the husband's like, what are you tired for? Look, being a mom in itself is a full-time job, okay? Then on top of that, you got to, she's out there working another eight hours, and then she's ripping and running, and then she's got to come home, cook for you, and take care of you. And the only thing you do is go to work, come home. You know, halfway say hello to the children, you know, yell at them when they're being too loud, go watch TV. No, come home. Take some of that responsibility off of her. If she's been working all day and ripping and running all day, you come home and take care of the kids. You come home and say, hey, look, I'll run the rest of the errands for the rest of the night. You just take care of such and stuff. Come home and do something to help relieve some of the pressure that she's under. Wife. You see your husband's out there. He's working hard to get the bills paid. It ain't all on him and you live with this man. Help him pay some bills. If he needs it, go get a job. If he needs you to help. Or fine, or if you can't work. You got some wives, they can't work. For whatever reason, they, 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 the kids are just, unfortunately, they, they, the kids are too much of a responsibility. They need full-time attention. So find another way to help. Get resourceful. Don't just always sit around and look at it. It's his job. It's his responsibility. It is his job. It is his responsibility. But like I said at the beginning of the message, wife, you are a helpmate, meaning that the Lord puts you with your husband for you to be a helper to him, for you to be somebody that is an assistant to him. And the same with the husband. You are an assistant to your wife. You two are to work together to raise the kids. To manage the bills, to manage the house, especially in today's time. The days are gone where a man could go work his eight-hour job, come home, make enough money to raise the house, couple of kids, pay all the bills, and everything's going to be fine. Those days are gone. Y'all need to come together and work together. Help each other. With the way that everything is going in this world, hey, it's going to take two to raise the house. It's going to take two to run the house. It's going to take two to build the house. It's going to take two to manage, raise, and take care of the kids, the bills, the responsibilities and obligations. It's going to take two of you. If you guys can get by on one income, okay, fine. Find a way to help him in other areas. What is he doing? Why is he so stressed out? Go find out. You live with the man. Go find out. It's your job. 
Yes, it is your job. Wife, it's your job to find out what's wrong with your husband. Husband, it's your job to find out with your wife. But I'm telling you right now, husbands, don't walk around after your wife. What's wrong? What's wrong? You're not telling me what's wrong, so how am I supposed to know? Ask. If she won't tell you, sit back and observe. Trust me, you'll see it. Wife. Men are different. With men to women, all we got to do is for the most part, for the most part, sit back and observe. Watch what she does. Watch how she handles things. You'll see when she gets frustrated. You'll see. And then, and then, okay, when you see it, jump on it. Go correct it. Jump on it right then and correct it. Jump on it. Say, okay, hey, let me take care of this. Let me help you with this. Wives, with your husband, it's different. You may look at it, okay, I can sit back and observe. There's a lot of men, you know, you can sit back and observe them all you want. You're never going to find nothing out. So how do I help? Get involved with him. If you see things are going bad, you see things he's getting stressed out, you see it in lines of communication, you see he can't perform, okay, find out what's going on. And the only way you do that, be there by his side at every point in turn. Find out what's going on at his job. Show up at his job every now and then. Go pick him up from work or drop lunch off to him. And then, you know, ask him, hey, how's your day? What's going on? Who's that guy? You know, trust me. Trust me. One day you 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 you'll just stumble upon the right question and it'll be like it'll be like pulling the right brick out of a dam. It's just like it's just gonna make the whole thing bust. You and he's just gonna let loose and he's gonna let you know everything that's going on. You're gonna pull the right brick out and then boom, all everything's just gonna come flooding out. It's just gonna come, it's gonna come out nonstop. You know what I'm saying? Just go to work and ask, who's that guy? What's going on here? Why does everybody look so you know, the boss and the new guy and this and that and this and this and blah, blah, blah. Or you know what I'm saying? Or, you know, I'm not making, you know, you sit up and like, oh my God, the, the, the gas bill is $600. Yeah, because you guys, for whatever reason, you leave the stove on and you don't know say, he'll tell you. And, you know, okay, now you know. Because you got involved. Now, like I said, that's most times. Most times. That's how you do it. You know, of course, there's some variations, but like I said, if you sit back and you generally want to know, ask. If asking doesn't work, sit back and watch. If sitting back and watching doesn't work, get involved. If that doesn't work, pray about it. Then you go to God about it. Lord, I did all that I know to do. If you know any more tactics and tricks, try them. Go to God, Lord, I tried everything I can. Help me to be a better wife. Help me to be a better husband. Help me to see what's bothering my wife or my husband. Help me to just so I can be a better help. So that I can regulate my house. So that I can get things back to where we're back on one accord and we're running the house the way that you just said for us to do it. All right, guys, I'm going to go ahead and end it right here. You know, uh, like, you know me. Hey, I'm long-winded. I can talk about God knows what for forever. But, uh, hey, listen, I hope you guys enjoyed this uh, podcast episode. Uh, by all means, um, get in contact with me, L. Rashawn Lewis, L-R-A-S-H-A-U-N-L-E-W-I-S, at yahoo.com, at gmail.com, and S-T-I-X-127 at hotmail.com. That's my uh, my uh, my business website, Lutown Productions. Yeah, yeah, Lutown Productions, that's, that's the name of my company. Um, then that is the one who, you know, a lot of my podcasts, I say this 
this podcast is brought to you by Lou Town Productions, which this podcast is brought to you by Lou Town Productions and in part by Anchor. Thank you very much, Anchor, for the opening opportunity for providing, for helping us to provide the world with content. By all means, everybody, like I always tell you, get in contact with me over Facebook, get in contact with me on Instagram, uh, or you can check out the Word Evangelistic Church on YouTube, on Google, uh, check out the website, wordevangelisticchurch.com, check us out on Facebook. We've got great content. My pastor is constantly putting out content. This man, he does, you know, three, he does three to four to five messages a week. You know, we have church on Wednesday. We have church on Friday. He does two anywhere for he does well he does for all the online content he does the Wednesday Wednesday and Friday message and then he does two on Sunday you know every now and then we get lucky he does about three or four so but hey you know by all means check us out um if anybody is looking to reach out to me to uh speak at their church or to speak at an event you know, you guys have some kind of seminar or something like that, and you're looking for speakers, please, by all means, by all means, please send me an email uh, on Lewis at gmail.com and uh, put in the header, put in for the title of the email, put, uh, please speak to me. That's, that's it. So then this way I'll know that, it's, uh, that you're trying to reach out to me uh for speaking engagement or by all means if you're on uh facebook you know send me uh uh, send me a message on facebook send me a message on facebook messenger and say hey you know just say hi you know please speak you know hey i'd like to speak with you um just leave it at that or instagram by all means i'm on instagram check me out on instagram same thing please speak with me you know just title it like that and i'll know that it's somebody who's, you know, looking for me to uh, come to a speaking engagement. And by all means, I will happily come and render whatever kind of content because I'm well-versed in many different areas. You know, I'm young, but I have lots of experience. And, you know, experience, you know, can help teach people. You know, that's the reason why I'm such a profound teacher. It's the reason why a lot of times I can be very long-winded. Uh, there's a lot of times I do cut my podcast at 30 minutes. Um, that's not because I run out of stuff to say. That's because if I don't stop there, uh, God knows how long I'm going to start talking. But, um, hey, by all means, guys, I thank you for guys. Hey, like I said, please reach out to me. Um, coaching, um, speaking, uh, one-on-one, get in contact with me. I'll be more than happy to speak with you, help you, coach you, you know, speak at your seminars or at your church or whatever the case may be. And I will see you guys very, very soon. You guys take care. God bless.